and I couldn't make this thing in tech because I was like said before my podcast in the tech class, dropped a major, switched my major to marketing. I was like, I, I don't understand this. I'm gonna stick with something I'm comfortable with. But you was able to become comfortable with your uncomfortableness in tech. Yes. Yeah, become yeah, become comfortable with the uncomfortable. I like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I'm a friend Liza to speak about studying computer science and how she got to Pixar. You can find her podcast, This Is Me, by clicking the link in the description below or going to all major pla- podcasting platforms. I'll let you have a content warning for any strong language used in this episode. I hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. So, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem. And first question I'd like to ask is, what would your origin story be and how would you like to represent it? Uh, so my origin story would start in Brazil uh, because that's where I'm originally from and I would represent it in a book, I think. <laughs> and why a book? Um, I think it's because there would be more, there's so many details to share that I would like for people to be able to um, experience it in their own way. Nice, nice. So, we get to those topic at hand. So you're like in a tech creative field, right? Yeah. So how did that start? How did you get there? So it all started in high school when I found out about computer science uh, as a major, but I didn't quite do anything towards it. I didn't have a class or anything, and then I went to college. And I, it was a really difficult journey to um, get into class and like just grasping the material. But once I got um, my first, in, my first um, program, there was a program for called Cuny Code, and that's when I got my hands on web development, and that was like one of the first things that I did as a computer science. Student, and that's how I got into the tech industry. Nice. So, what kind of about computer science that really draw you in, drew you in? Yeah, uh, it was mostly the fact that it's human computer interaction, and that, yeah, it's the study about human computer interaction. So, that was something that was really bothering my mind, and I wanted to explore. And I then I found out about UX and how to combine art, design, and technology. And then I went into UX, which is user experience research. And right after that, I found um, I found IT role, which was um, an, an internship that I did at Pixar. And then I did other things with hardware and cloud insurance as well as web development and I just I just really um, like to combine things and so that's what drew me to it. Nice. 
and we're combining all of that. So you seem like you was able to pull from different like parts of like the creative part into like your rest and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I really like I really like that I can combine all different skills into one. And so that's that's what I love about technology and being a tech creative. So going into technology, that's like a very male like dominant industry. Did you really think about that when you first joined or you just like, I like this, I'm gonna keep doing it? Yeah, it's funny that you asked that because I didn't really know until I was actually in college and I was just one of other three girls in the class. And I didn't really think much about it until 2016 when uh, they actually started having programs for women in technology when I got to see more women in tech and from all over the SUNY uh, schools in New York City. And that was really like what got me motivated. So that was really helpful. Yeah, having like just a group of people that uh, of other women also in the tech industry that I wasn't so alone. But yeah. So I just kept going because I had the support system as well. And since not knowing at the beginning, do you think it really helped you to stay in the course that you they have like the initial um, discouragement. Do you just like, this is something you enjoy, so you just like, oh, I'm just keep doing it? Yeah, it's not that it was something that I enjoyed. It was actually really difficult for me and I wanted to give up, but I felt like if I gave it up, I would regret it. So I kept trying, um, even though I, I actually dropped the class, the introduction to computer science class two times because I just couldn't do it. And then the, by the third time that I took it, I actually um, asked the dean of the computer science department to uh, write me a letter to take the class again. So, and that's the time that I actually uh, got an amazing professor, and he actually treated the students as beginners, and I was actually able to learn and continue on the path. So I think it's important also uh, who the professor is and. Um, so many different factors too, like me choosing to only take that one class that semester was also a big factor. So yeah, it was actually very difficult, not something that I was originally passionate about because it was very difficult, but then I became passionate because of the people that I met along the way. Nice. It seemed like you had the support system. And since it was like something that you didn't really get at first, so you said like your determination and your job is really push you to finish, to like master it. Yeah, yes. I think you definitely need, if you want to be in the tech industry, especially, you definitely need like that drive to want to do the, you know, you have to do like so many practice, you have to practice, you have to understand the concepts, like not only like theoretically, so, but also like the code, and it was just, yeah, it was just really empowering once I figured it out. And that's when I decided to volunteer to teach students as well, because I was like, I figured it out. Now let me teach some people how to do it too. It's always give back. And what would you say that helped you click that really helped you understood technology, understand technology? Yes, so it was definitely the professor. He was very open and um, he assigned really cool projects. And yeah, 
And oh, and there was also, I had a group of friends that we just started a, a study group. That was really helpful as well for accountability. And just the fact that um, I decided to focus on that class and I was determined to read the whole book and do all, everything and asking for more all the time. So, yeah, that was a big thing. Cool. And since you like dropped it twice, like, did you talk to anybody to like help convince yourself that you wanted to keep doing it? And then you would have to be like, okay, I know I dropped the test, but this, I feel something's here. Yeah. So, I mean, so many people just looked like they were so smart and they really knew what they were talking about. Um, all the, they knew all the technical terms and the words. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, where have I been? Have I been living in a rock that I didn't know all this? But, <laughs> but it, was, it was like, I just felt uh, intimidated by the other students that were in my first two classes because I was like they know it it's not hard for them they're doing it I can't do it I just gotta drop I'm not understanding what I'm doing and I just I just can't keep doing this and it's funny because then after like dropping that class, those classes twice I, that's when I decided to like add art into my life again because I was like really ready to give up computer science and the tech industry, but um, it's it's good that I got the art because I got another part of myself, and like in conjunction with the computer science, that I was just more relaxed. I was doing something that I really enjoyed while also trying to learn something that was really challenging, but that I appreciated in a way. Nice. Once you found that self-confidence, it was like, okay, I can move my own speed, not the way about anybody else. Right. And to get, go back to when you said you like, wanted to be other woman in like the class, at that moment, did you feel anything different at that moment? Or you was like, oh, this is, I'm just going to keep doing this. In the third class? In the, uh, in the college class, when you was only like one big woman, did you really feel anything different? Or you was like, Okay. Yeah, no, in the first yeah, in the first two classes I was just I felt out of place. Like I felt out of place not not just because I was like one of the few women, but mostly because there was a lot of really smart people there and they were really grasping the material and I wasn't. So it was just um yeah. I just felt like it wasn't for me. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. And now with your career, you're in Pixar, which is great. A lot of people dreams. Yeah. How did that come out? Come about? Yeah. So that came about in 2018 when I decided to apply. But mind you, I had been looking at their job postings for several years prior to that. I was always looking and. And I was always like, I'm never going to get in. Um, but then something changed in like 2016 because I started seeing it as a possibility for me as a technical person to join, not as an artist. And that's when I started looking more into um, animation classes and other kinds of 
like art classes so that I could see like how the users were using the software for art. And that was really cool. And then there was this position uh, for an internship that I saw and I qualified for it and everybody kept applying for everything. And just like that, <laughs> with one application, I got it. And so that's how it goes about. So when you applied, did you ever think that I'm not going to get this? This is just like a used company. How they going to see me? Like most oh, people yeah. feel? Oh, yeah. The imposter syndrome is there. I was just like, I'm just going to apply it, uh, but I'm not going to get it anyway. Yeah, it was definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> and But it's good because I was part of a program called CUNY Tech Prep, and at the time I had a career coach, and she was like, no, you should apply. And I applied on the last day of the deadline. I was like, okay, fine. And then I submitted it. <laughs> so it was it was very lucky like that I got it. I am very thankful for it. Nice. And with that, and maybe you make a senior LinkedIn thing, made a video like saying like to tell people just apply even if you don't feel like you can do it because there's that one chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. If you don't apply, how can people find you? You have to give yourself a chance, you know. Yes. And so you didn't, so like I said before, you didn't join like as an artist, join like in the tech world. Which right, is like, correct. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was, yeah, my internship, it's more like it's a production support engineer intern at the time in 2018. And what I got to do is um, troubleshoot and diagnose issues that they had with them, mostly their Linux equipment. And that was a lot of fun because I got to work not only on the software side, but also on the hardware side. And so it was very like good for me because I really liked, um, I really liked doing many things. So the fact that we were engaging in different ways with like computers, it made me really happy and I'm still learning about new things. Nice. I remember I met you, you guys was all advanced in like marketing and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do my best. Yes. But yeah, we were both in the, in the marketing boot camp. Yes. Like yeah. I told you, I just enjoy like doing many things. So it's so fun. Yeah. How did you join that? program are you doing that competition the one that we met in yeah i think there was just an advertising somewhere in my emails and i was like yeah i'll sign up why not it's uh, during winter it's during spring break yeah why not spend spring break doing learning something new <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun experience yeah and I really enjoyed how we all had matching outfits at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the logo that you made for us, so cool. Yeah. What else? So, along your journey, you've done like a lot of different things. Do you feel like it helped you like shape your, your point of view and then you was able to use that experience to like talk about it more and then help you like make decisions as you continue? Yes, I think it's important to not, um, there is 
there there are people that really like know what they want to do and they they just go for it and I admire those people but I am somebody that just really want to learn like a little bit of everything um I don't need to be a master at it but I just feel fulfilled when I know things so yeah for me like just having various experiences as a designer, as a developer, um, as a palette historian, as an engineer, like those have really helped me connect things in a way that I don't think I would have been able to if I didn't have those experiences. So I'm really grateful that I took I took the leap in different things and uh, yeah, and I was able to connect them into what I do now. And I commend you for staying in tech because I was like said before my podcast in the tech class, dropped a major, switched my major to marketing. I was like, I don't understand this. I'm gonna stick with something I'm comfortable with. When you was able to become comfortable with your uncomfortableness in tech. Yes, yes, become yes, become comfortable with the uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 yes. I'm about to write that down. Run the planet <laughs> in the moment. Yes, yes. Um, um, uh, I actually, yeah, I like that because I, I would say I'm not really afraid to take risks in that way. Like that, that's what it is. It has made me learn that it's okay to take risks, and you don't have to fit into a box to do what you want to do if that makes sense. Like you can take transferable skills from whatever you're doing now into something that you want to do later. So like just making sure that you're connecting things together and that you can see it in that way and can present it in that way is just like really important as as a move forward in my career, I would say. Like and that that's been helpful for me and was something that I wanted to share. Nice. And so, okay, so with all that, what do you say has been the most enjoyable part of your journey so far? Ooh, the most enjoyable part, I think it's just taking the knowledge that I've learned every time and then letting somebody else know how to get there as well. Uh, That has been like really fulfilling. Uh, like personally, I just really enjoy like mentoring and helping students to achieve their goals. But like for my job specifically, I think just learning from my team, um, it's always okay to ask for help. Um, you know, and it's I think it's an environment that it's okay to fail, and then like somebody else will will help you to do it the right way and things like that. Like I'm really grateful for that, and I think that that's one thing that's enjoyable because. I don't want to be in a place that, uh, you know, doesn't allow you to fail. And uh, then, then, you know, how is that going to help you grow? So I just feel that sense of growth because I'm constantly learning from my teammates. Nice. One of the things that come on these episodes is like, you're going to have the people around you that you trust and then you can build from. Right. And... In tech, is it easy for you like, to build connections with people or do you have to like look for them, like, actively look for them? I think 
definitely there's different yeah different ways of getting feedback definitely um networking events i know pre-covid there's so many meetups in new york city right now all the meetups are online and we do have spreadsheets at the end where you can connect other people so just keeping an eye out for that and participating in those i think it's very important Ooh. And if not tech, what would be like your backup plan? Uh, I well, if well, I think this is a tough one because everything technology. <laughs> like I'm like I'm in IT, but I also do like some UX, help some small businesses with their websites, and so those are usually my go-tos. But I think if that was not the case, I would probably be drawing comics, I guess. That's one thing <laughs> that I enjoy doing too. But yeah. And then with UX, how is it like trying to figure out what like the user experience would be? Like how is it like trying to figure out what somebody if somebody comes to a landing page, how would they interact with it? I was like reversing that process. Yeah, it all depends on what what the target audience for the business that you're designing to is looking for. Um, and you can you have to do the research and there's many tools out there for you to do the research. And then once you do the research, you have to see how you want the information to be like configured on the website so it's accessible for people to come in and get get to the point to what they want and they should know what the website's about. So it's just a lot of time doing research and um, understanding who needs the pages, especially with the web and things like that. Um, that's that's mostly like the UX is mostly like the research and the information architecture for me. That's mostly what I do. Cool. I remember trying to build the website for the podcast. I was like, how can somebody look at this and how would they interact with it? But also how they interacted with it, they keep coming back. It was that the return customer versus a new customer, trying to balance that. Yeah, yeah, because there's definitely like, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's very, it's very, um, it's just fulfilling too to make things accessible, you know, because there's so much information out there. How can we make it accessible so that everybody can get a chance to see it and understand it? Cool. I'm coming up in half an hour, so a few more questions. Cool. So with that, what what kind of advice do you have for somebody who wants to be in a in a field in a similar role or a different role in tech? My advice is to practice your coding skills, uh, lit code, it's really great, hack around. Um, I think free code, free code camp is one of them, code academy, there's so many tools out there, find which one works for you, Coursera, there's nano degrees happening. Um, yeah, if you, if you don't want to like, uh, go to a computer science college for it, there's all those tools out there, but even if you are in a, degree right now in computer science, I would recommend Leap Code, definitely because you want to be able to pass those interviews, check 
Sacramento's reviews are extremely difficult and there's so many pages, so definitely want to do your own surveys. And yeah, in practice and network. Uh, be part of meetup groups, find groups on LinkedIn, follow the companies that you would like to work for, really understand what you want to do so that you can tailor your resume towards that position. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Network and um, practice, practice session. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my friend said, quoting an interview was four hours. I was like, huh? And I was like, you know what? I could change my major. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so many stages. And coming up in the last like four minutes, so the last question I have is what would you name your origin story? Right now, what I can think of at the top of my head is awakening. Cool. Yeah. Nice. And is there anything you want to promote that people can find you or find products? Oh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at this is Liza or on Instagram at um, underscore this is Liza. Uh, and then my, there's my podcast um, too. That you, you'll find it if you see my Instagram. Yeah. Nice. And before we go, any questions from me? Or anything? You want to learn or no? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me and for doing this and like, gathering all these people to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Anytime. All right. So, cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. And I'll see you, see you guys later. That brings another episode of Let's Get Podcast to a close. Again, you can find her podcast, This Is Me, by clicking the link in the description below or going to all major podcasting platforms. For next week, I have the host of the Panic Bros and Panic Room Podcast. I hope you get to the next day and I hope to see you there.